welcome to episode 69 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and uh, welcome back my guest this week, Chuck Joyner from the Mac Voices podcast. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm great, David. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for thanks for coming back. I thought this was a, a good week for us to really dig into. To, my gosh, there's so much news to talk about this week. With uh, today is actually release day of um, of uh, the uh, iOS 13 for the iPhone, and uh, lots of other things to talk about. Uh, so, uh, I'm sure you're excited about this. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like you. You know, it's almost where do you start? There's a, there's a wealth of, of information coming out. Um, and you, you really kind of have to pick and choose as to, as to what's relevant to you, unless you do this as a full-time job, which neither of us do. Yeah. That, that, as much as I wish I could. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's, uh, let's dig right into some of the news that, that caught my eye. Um, I'm going to open up our first story. Um, first thing I was, it was on Mac rumors. Um, Xcode uh, was run and, and someone confirmed that all the, the 2019 iPhone phones feature a four gigs of RAM. Uh, the Series Five Apple Watch chip is identical to the Series Four, which was I found to be interesting. Uh, and, and as this article was written, they didn't, weren't sure yet. And I think with the RAM, they were saying that four gigabytes was dedicated to the operation of the phone, and then two gigabytes was going to be assigned to the camera. Uh, but the one that really stood out to me was the fact that the Apple Watch has the exact same chip. Um, as a series four, what do you think about that? You know, it's, at some point, I, I don't want to belittle anybody here, but who cares? I mean, th- okay. these, these, <laughs> these, and and I say that because these are neither one of these things are things that could be upgraded or changed mm-hmm. or you know improved upon right. by the user. And you're not being asked mm-hmm. to even make a choice. Gee, do I get my iPhone with four gig or six gig or eight gig right. or ten gig or whatever? Right. You know, yes, you you pick your storage capacity, and kind of the same thing for the watch. Okay, so it's the same chip. Um, you know, fine. The 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 big feature for this new Series 5 seems to be the always-on display. And so should that's, it really uh, surprise anybody that there's n- not a new chip? No. I mean, and that's the thing. And I'm, I've talked about it. I talked actually about it last week about really what uh, – between the Apple Watch and the, uh, the iPhone. Actually, you and I talked about it on your show. Uh, the, uh, the Apple Watch, if you already have a Series 4, really is it going to be any reason to upgrade right at this point? Um, we're – I think you and I both said we're both on the fence, um, but is there really a reason to, to upgrade other than, like you said, the always on, which is probably the biggest thing that's available? Well, if you go back and think about each iteration of really, if you talk about the watch, the iPhone, the iPad, each iteration has had one killer feature. Yep. And if that feature was beneficial to you or meant a lot to you, great. If not, then you could skip that year. Mm-hmm. And I, I fully confess, it's been a number of years since I skipped a year, especially on the phone. I have yeah. skipped a, a number of uh, versions of the iPad just because sure. the, the the poster features didn't really mean that much to me. The, the year that they you know brought out the, the improved Apple Pencil, for that matter, the first Apple Pencil, it's like, that's right. nice, but I don't have a use for it. So that's okay. And I yeah. think that this is the same situation now. You know, if, yeah. if that... That feature for the watch is important to you. Great, and if it's not, then you know nobody has a gun to your head. This is true. This is true. So, uh, 
so yeah, I just thought uh, interesting to see what, what people always are prowling around and looking at inside of Apple's uh, devices. I guess uh, as we record this on Thursday, um, the 19th of September, uh, uh, you know, the first folks that'll be getting their, their iPhones and Apple Watches is uh, in Australia. And you know, our friends at iFixit will be tearing it apart and looking to see what's inside. So I'm interesting to hear, to hear what those guys have to say too. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and don't, you know, don't misunderstand. All oh, this see. stuff is very, is very interesting. And, and I, I consume it just like you do and pour yep. over it and half the time memorize it when, when they're right. showing no need. <laughs> but at, at the same time, you know, it's one of those that if I didn't know how much Ram was in there, then I wouldn't think about it. If, if I didn't know what, uh, what chip was in, you know, it's, it's sure we're, we're all, we're all kind of chip geeks at heart, even though we don't fully sure. understand everything that's going on in there. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's part of the ecosystem in the echo chamber right now. Sure is. All right, let's move on to the next story. I caught my eye. This was also on Mac rumors. Uh, there's a class action lawsuit that was filed against Apple for offering refurbished replacement devices under the Apple care. Um, this was going back July 2016 by customers in California that were actually unhappy with their iPhones and iPads because they were replaced by quote unquote refurbished devices under the Apple Care policy. Now, I read through some of this and again, I just, you know, it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo when it comes to the, more people trying to sue Apple for things like this, in my opinion. Um, I've, I've replaced my share of devices, whether it be an iPad or an iPhone. I mean, if I remember when, uh, uh, I was in Vegas, was it the, earlier this year? And, and, and some wonderful person on the flight decided to knock up, knock against my iPad and it fell to the ground. So I, uh, I brought it in and they promptly under, under the Apple care and the, the small cost, uh, they replaced it. And I looked at it and it's looked brand new to me. So I'm not sure where this all is going, but I want to, I want your thoughts on this. Okay. So I'm, I'm not always popular with some of this. First of all, the phone you that you described, David, the one that you know got bumped and dropped, yeah, was a used iPhone. Okay, right, because I used it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I, I, so, iPad <laughs> or iPad, sorry. So you know, if if I take that in, what is the difference between them repairing that iPad or giving me somebody right. else's non pristine iPad that has been more, much more thoroughly gone over? Hundred percent. Because there are there are warranties offered with this. So I, I think this is just the other part of my of my opinion <laughs> is that at this point, anytime you see class action, yeah. somebody is manipulating it. Somebody is using this. I, yeah. I, I just it's become a sport almost. It's become another source of revenue for law firms that Lawyers. specialize in these things. And, you know, it, it, it bothers me a lot that people sign up for this stuff. And at the end of the day, they're not going to get a new iPad or a new iPhone out of this. They're no. going to get literally a few bucks, and all the money is going to go to the attorneys, the attorneys. and the administration of the issue. And mm -hmm. it's going to cost Apple money, and it just it, it doesn't make sense. I, I no. show me show me someone that, honest to God, has really been harmed by some by something, yeah, because of serious corporate negligence. And I, I agree, the corporations need to be punished, but. This is not one of those cases. No, not at all. I, I again, I bet you and I both have been Apple consumers for a long, long, long time. We've seen the products that we've got that we've received when uh, we've had our unfortunate incidents with them, whether it be um, 
something that had failed under the warranty or something that was caused by us you know, dropping or damaging it, honestly. Um, and Apple does all they can to keep, they, they have to keep a profit in place. So when they, they bring, take your device, they say, you know what, we're going to replace the camera or we're going to replace uh, the Wi-Fi chip or the, of anything that, can, that that they can easily replace at the store, they're going to do it. And I don't say I blame them because why should they be giving you a brand new phone every time you bring it in and say, okay, there's something wrong with it. They don't necessarily have to. Um, but it's all based on the determination of the genius when you uh, when you speak with them and and hopefully in most cases I would hope you know if something fails I'd I'd prefer to have a, brand, a new a new phone so I can be assured that it's not going to happen again in, in the case of a of actual you know manufacturer's defect. But when it comes to damage to the device, whether it be a broken screen or or in my case it was it was a complete drop and there was just no way of recovering it, they, they just replaced it based on my my Apple Care Plus coverage. Um, yeah, it's at, it's at their discretion, you know? Well, there's a couple other factors here. Um, the idea that, okay, I can take my iPad in or my iPhone or whatever in this scenario mm -hmm. and they diagnose that they, they, they can't fix it right there on site in, in, in while you wait. So you're going to walk out of the store and you're going to be without your device for a day, two days, three days, four days, whatever it takes. And your option is to, okay, we're going to give you a brand new, no, excuse me, scratch that, a, a refurbished version of what you had. Sometimes right. it might even be a little bit of an upgrade, but it's still going to be a refurbished version. Okay, so, you know, what 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 choice would you make? I mean, I would make sure, great, because now I have something that's under warranty and it's not going to be, have, it's not going to have been repaired in a rush. Right. And and I, I really like that idea. And, and again, you know, we have seen situations where people get maybe not a brand new model, you know, that, that is absolutely current, but they may step it up a model or two because they don't have any of exactly your model. Right. So, you know, everybody's quick to point out things like this with mm -hmm. Apple, but they, they don't, they don't say, gee, I should probably put, pull some money out of my wallet when you give me that upgrade, you know, yeah. under those terms. Um, I just had a situation that is not on point here, but it, right. it sort of demonstrates things. I was having trouble with my iPad Pro uh, with the keyboard connecting mm -hmm. to it, the, the keyboard cover. Yep. So I went to an Apple store while I was in, in town um, and said, you know, hey, I, it, it, any tricks that you know to this? And I was, I was prepared pretty much to buy a new, a new cover. Right. And they looked at it, they looked it up and said, oh, there's a recall on this. So mm. we'll get, we'll give you a new one. Beautiful. And they had to send me to a second Apple store because the first one didn't have it or they mm. offered to ship it to me. It's like, no, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, go four miles to the next Apple store and pick it up. Right. Awesome. Nothing. Didn't cost me a thing. Yeah. So, you know, so, so those, that's the kind of service that Apple does give. 100%. And, yep. I, and I had no idea there was a recall. Yeah. How would you know? No, they, have to, and you and we both follow the news all the time, so it's it's exactly. You know, I mean, part of the lesson I learned is before I go to an Apple store, check the recalls. Check the recalls. Yeah. You know, but yeah. so but they could have easily said, "No, we're sorry, we can't help you, yeah. um, but we can sell you a new one." And I, and I would have bought it, but yeah. you know, they didn't. They they handled things in in what seems to me to be an Apple way. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, move on to the next story, which actually is kind of related to Apple Care. Found this on Tidbits, our friends over at uh, Tidbits. Um, is your Apple Care Plus expiring? You a you actually now can renew it. I didn't know that 
you could do this as well as um, I guess it's new, but I think they may have done this before at some point from what I've been hearing. Uh, basically, if you have an aging iPhone, iPad or Apple Watch and you want to keep using it and want to be still covered by Apple Care, which may not be a bad idea, especially if it's only a phone that's maybe a year out of warranty. Maybe you want to cover it for one extra year or, or something like that. You actually can cover you can extend the coverage indefinitely on a monthly basis when the plan ends. And the two things you have to keep in mind is the fact that um, you can't extend the coverage until your existing Apple Care coverage ends. And then once it ends, then you have 60 days to renew the coverage. And uh, Apple will not notify you. That's a key word there. Will not notify you that uh, the coverage ends. So you have to be, uh, unless it's by, by law in your state uh, or wherever you are. Uh, and then uh, you just got to check to see what your coverage is. And the great thing is that Apple has done a great job of putting that information right in your iPhone or iPad and just look it right up. So um, what do you think about this? I did, did, did they used to do this before? I don't recall them doing this before. I don't, I don't either. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I haven't looked into this a whole lot, but yeah. I, it, it, I like the idea, you know, it, and at some point, okay, so if, let's flip it around. What if, what if Apple were starting to barrage you with, you know, 30, 60, right. 90 days out, you know, the consumer rights people would be screaming bloody murder, you know, but now that, so because they don't notify you, that's kind of getting sideways looks, but this, this is a great option, you know? And so, yeah. You know, tell tell uh, tell your 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 phone to remind you, in yeah. you know one year or or you know, what is it, uh, eleven months and you know, five days that you need to look into extending it, yeah. and yeah, you know, that that's that's all you need to do. Take a little responsibility for yourself. Yeah, and and then and the thing is, I I don't think it's that terribly expensive. Um, I uh, if I recall, the, the costs were right around what they do when when you do the uh, monthly uh, option with the new device which I think was like $5 a month or something like that, or I'm, I'm not quoting exact price, but it could be a little more, but it's still not that terribly expensive. I mean, I mean, there's been plenty of times you've, you've, especially, I guess we can go back an older device, like an iPhone eight. There's still people who absolutely love their iPhone eights. You know, my wife has her iPhone eight and she loves it. So, I mean, she kind of still has another uh, year warranty left on it, but, uh, there's, um, but there is, um, uh, there are folks out there that have had the older iPhone eights and, and right when it expires, you know, you know, something's going to happen. And if you think you're going to keep the phone for a while and you want that option, I mean, it's kind of unheard of because, you know, go, go look at other electronic manufacturers like Dell or HP or any of these other companies. And I don't ever recall them doing this. Uh, right now, all I see it is for is for iPhones, iPads. Uh, I don't see it for like Macs or anything like that. So I don't know if you've seen anything. No. It, and, and I think, you know, anytime you're doing something like this, if you get to that point and are contemplating it, yeah. go and take a look on, I know, oh here we go. You know, we're, we're back to the, uh, to, yeah. this, to the last story, but go yeah. and look at what you can buy a, a refurbished one of those for, right. and then do a little math and figure out whether it works for you. Yeah, um, cover you for you a know, year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some, some of these devices hold their value extremely well. Others, because things are advancing so fast, um, it's kind of it's almost embarrassing what they're offering you to, for uh, yeah. to trade some of these in. Apple does a pretty good job. Several other places do, but a lot of them don't. And I know it gives me a. I, I've, I still have some some Apple devices around the house that I was prepared to sell, and then when I go yeah. and it's like, you want to give me fifty dollars for it? Yeah, I'll keep it as a backup. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, it's good good stuff. Um, then next story I caught my eye was. Uh, I don't know if we, you and I talked about this before. When they when they, when they quoted the word slofy, <laughs> I I just 
fell on the floor. I, I just never exp- ever could think of. I mean, we don't, we've always known selfies, and that's been there forever, but a slow fee. So because the new iPhone 11 uh, and, the, and the Pros uh, have a, a slow motion feature for for selfie mode because they never had that before because the camera is a little different uh, in the pre- old models. But yeah, now you actually can take a slow fee of yourself. I don't know if I'd ever want to do that. I may not ever want to do it. I might do it just just as a as something amusing. But uh, but Apple is now moving to trademark the word slow fee. <laughs> what do you think about that? I. Listen, I don't blame them I mean, I don't because either. it's it's unique and you never know what's going to catch on. And this way, if if they're successful, they will own that term. So somebody is going to have to come up with a different term yeah. over on the Android side to, if 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 right? they decide to try to use that and market. Um, so you know, it's it's one of those like okay, you know, one of Apple's attorneys can probably handle this, you know, with both hands tied behind their back. Why right. not? Yeah. Why not? But I'm like you. I, I, it's, it's, and and I, with all due respect to all the emoji people out there, this yeah. is one of those things that I'll probably do once, maybe twice, and then that'll be it. Um, but hey, again, you never know what's going to catch on. Sure. Better to invest just a little bit of money and protect that than uh, than not. And this uh, this story was uh, was quoted out of uh, the Mac Observer. Uh, our friends over there. And uh, I liked one of the lines was Andrew Orr who wrote the article, uh, the short article. He said, uh, at least least they're not trying to pull an Ohio State University by trying to uh, trademark the word the, (laughs) Uh, the, or the, the Ohio State University. Yeah, that just doesn't, it doesn't quite cut it. But I think Slofi, they might have a good, good chance of uh, getting that uh, trademarked. (laughs) At the very least, it's 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 a great branding thing right now for this new feature. I mean, whether they are successful or not, um, it, it, they're moving down that path of if they don't get it, at least they're it's becoming so associated with the Apple brand that it's going to be hard to break away from it. Yeah. Um, next story, uh, also from the Mac Observer. Uh, why does the iPhone 11 Pro have three cameras? I kind of wondered that myself at first, but uh, I, I, I like this simple explanation. Uh, and they basically say on the back of the phone, iPhone 11 Pro, it's gonna be fu- you can find three cameras. So why? Because the more light you collect, the better you, your picture can be. And pretty much is the, they've reached the limit of what one camera can do from when they've had just one camera many years ago. So two, three, even even dozen cameras could be put to work creating a single photo. Uh, of course, the limitation is software code. Uh, I, you, uh, we're, I was going to ask you later, but you, you, you just—I uh, think you were, if I recall, you ordered the uh, the 11 Pro. I've got the 11 Pro Max coming. Um, are you excited about the three lenses and see what it can do? Yeah, yeah. And I thought John Mortolaro did a great job in this yeah, article of, of explaining this. I mean, I think we all think of these things as cameras, and we kind of forget about the. Except for the keynotes, we forget about the computational photography aspect right. of what the iPhone is doing. And after John takes you through it, it's like, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, almost, okay, so why don't we have just a whole battery of of lenses on the back of this camera? Why don't we have multiple cameras in there if there's room for them? Yep. Um, and, you know, in my mind, a better question is why aren't the camera manufacturers doing something with this? I know there's there's software involved and all that, but right. you would think that they, since they're in that business, that they could create some killer devices that yeah. would perform amazingly well. But they're still sticking with one lens and you know trying to do yeah. things on the chip, and you know, that's it. So, 
But um, even uh, during the the demos that would ha- occurred uh, during the Apple event uh, a couple weeks ago, is that that app Filmlick. I can't wait to get my hands on that thing once it gets released out of beta to to be able to take three separate photos with all three lenses at once on the on on the iPhone is just going to be phenomenal. Yeah, and I'm, I, in hindsight, I'm I may end up be regretting that I didn't order the the uh, higher capacity phone. Oh, you oh, you get you sixty four or two fifty. I got 256. Oh, okay. But oh. If, if you're going to be shooting video with all cameras, that's going yeah. to disappear real quick. So yeah. it'll be interesting it, to see what happens there. It, it could it could come in handy when uh, you're recording your uh, your shows at uh, CES and uh, other uh, other venues you do. You do. Who oh, knows? Believe me, that's going to be one of the first things <laughs> I'm looking at and <laughs> I thinking, so. okay, does this change what devices I use and how, how I use them? Um, yeah, it's I, I, I think it's very exciting. What what we're going to see here? It's Absolutely. just a matter of getting our hands on it and finding out what it can do. So uh, moving on here, I want we go back to Mac rumors. Um, Apple's just seeded the fourth beta of iOS thirteen point one and iPad OS thirteen point one to the developers and the public beta testers. Um, I have some secondary devices, so I had been beta testing it on an iPad Pro uh, first gen, and uh, I was also beta testing it on an iPhone uh, within the last couple of weeks. Um, I just found this just still, I keep saying to myself, why Apple had released 13.0, which was released today. And then now uh, we have another story that just came out uh, the, earlier today that they've up moved the moved up the, the, the release date from September 30th to September 24th, which is, you know, this coming Tuesday. So um, uh, there is some lot of uh, additional great features that's going to be added. Um and they've done a lot of the things that they were talking about during WWDC. But uh, I know you're not you're not a beta tester. But uh, uh, what did you think uh, about this whole thing with thirteen one thirteen zero? Well, David, I you know, and I, I kind of I can almost argue with myself over this. I, I like the fact that they said we're going to go to the, with this live date, and mm-hmm. and we're going to stick with it. We're not going to push it back because that's another place where the the howls would have been. Apple can't hit a delivery date. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it's per- pretty obvious that there are going to be uh, additional features enabled, but more importantly, there are probably going to be a lot of bug fixes in that 13.1. Oh, for sure. You know, and so for the sake of what Friday to Tuesday, I think it is, it is. you know, I'm, I, I don't, I, I might upgrade my secondary iPhone to 13.0. But I think most likely I'm just going to hang out and watch everybody talk about it and then wait for 13.1. Yeah. I did put 13.0 on my my 10S Max, which, of course, will no longer be my phone after tomorrow. So uh, but uh, but I did use the 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 final gold master uh, version uh, to install it before the actual uh, release was today. Um, which interestingly enough, the only way you, I could install it is you, you know, because with beta software you use a, what's called a certificate or a profile to install because you're you have a you have an, a, a beta account. Um, in this case, because it was Gold Master, and usually the case you would just be able to just download the file and install it, and it just it would work. It, uh, th- in this case, you had to actually have a Mac running Catalina on it beta, <laughs> and then you had to hook the phone up that way, and then then of course download the Gold Master. Full, full file and then then install it so i took a risk i was willing to do it and it worked so <laughs> i didn't lose anything and i got to keep it going so uh but 
but uh, I have been running. I have been running it since uh, since Monday, and we'll we'll talk about that in our topics uh, section here in just a minute. But uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I if you have a secondary device, may, may, yeah, we'll talk. And uh, it uh, it is uh, not a bad thing just to check it out and see what what's all about. And believe me, we we'll, I will be doing a lot of comprehensive reviewing of of all the different features I've already got. All my notes together, and I know that's what everybody's anxiously waiting to hear about uh, is all the all the great new features that iOS 13 is going to offer. And then, boy, there's some some great stuff available. I can't wait. Don't you think? Well, there's not only is there great stuff, but there's so much of it. I mean, I'm like you. I was I've, I was going through all the articles that were yeah. fogging up my RSS feed today. <laughs> And, you know, they've been dribbling out over the past few months, but all of a sudden they're here and everybody's throwing them at you. And it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I, I've, I almost need to make a list of the things that I want to check out once yeah. I do do the upgrade. But I also, I'm still not sure I'm going to make that. I'm definitely not going to make the jump right away on my, sure. on my production machine uh, device. I took a chance, but I'm, I'm also tempted. Sure, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm also tempted. I may just go all out. It's Tuesday. I have the beta account. I can just install away on all my devices and just have at it. I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not one. And I've had previous guests on my show that uh, like to, uh, to live on the edge, and they, they regretted it. So, uh, uh, on their primary devices, but uh, when it gets this close to when it's going to be released, I, I feel pretty confident this is basically pretty much the final code. So, but like I said, it's. I always tell people if you don't feel comfortable with beta software, don't do it. Absolutely. But and if you want to have some fun, do it. And if you have a secondary device or an old device that, that yeah. it will work on, by all means, you know, play away. I, it's 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 great if you have the time and, and the hardware, yeah. but just be aware, as you said, of what can happen. And that yeah. you could you can end up needing a few hours to restore your your old device or work through something that yep. you know if something uh, catastrophic happens. That's um, yeah. So then the next article was um, from uh, Six Colors, a friend, Jason Snell, and he uh, wrote this article about this U1 chip in the iPhone 11 is the beginning of an ultra wideband revolution. And it, w- it wasn't anything that Apple actually talked about. Did you read this article? I, I skimmed over this. Um, this this and and Jason's a friend, and I have a yeah. huge amount of respect for him. But whenever anybody says something is the beginning of a re- revolution, I, I take it with a grain of salt um, because they're, you know, this kind of thing. Okay. The chip is great, but there has to be something on the outside to, to have it work with. So I Which will watch still new. wait. Yeah. yeah it's, and, it, and I, and I will root for it, but. And really what this says, uh, really just, I just quoted one. It's in the article. It says uh, the new Apple design U1 chip uses ultra band wide technologies for spatial awareness along the iPhone 11 pro to understand that this, it's precise location relative to other nearby U1 equipped Apple devices. It's like adding another sense to the iPhone and it's going to the lead to amazing new capabilities. But to, to hear Jason actually rave about it was uh, kind of like, you know, threw me back a little. It's like, wow, for, from Jason to say something like that, uh, this must be something going to be really, very cool. But again, you're right. This is something for the future. And it, it, it right now, I think it's a purview of the geeks. Because, you know, right. it, it, just that explanation. Okay, so my phone's going to know where your phone is. Well, okay, that's interesting and might even be a little disturbing. But, yeah. you know, I can also see, you know, some kind of interesting, exciting uses for it. But those uses are purely theoretical until they happen. Yeah. So 
I will, I will watchfully wait. Yeah. And that's, I would, would as well. The, uh, uh, the articles linked in the show notes, if you want to take a little more detailed look, look at that. So, um, and then, uh, the other article that was out there was, um, Wi-Fi six launched, uh, this past, uh, this past week. Um, and uh, of course, this is the new 802.11 AX <laughs> band. Again, another band we got to we got to work with here, and it's going to promise uh, standard and uh, the, the standard is going to promise faster speeds, greater efficiency, better performance, higher data rates, increased capacity. And the good thing is, the iPhone 11 and 11 Pro uh, is future proof for that technology. So those, all three of the devices have Wi-Fi six capabilities, but there's no routers out there to, to take advantage of that. So what'd you think of this? Oh, you know, see the previous story. I mean, these are, yeah. these are exciting things just like USB three was when it was first yeah. announced, but you have to have the hardware. And within this case, you have to have, and you're right. We are future proof. So these, as soon as I get a new router, my iPhone will be able to take advantage of it. But until I get that new router or, you know, somebody, offers me some kind of upgrade then it's just a, a technological curiosity so yeah. you know it's yeah it's I, I'm, I'm happy to see it because it is something that's going to come there's no question about that yep. and so to see apple kind of working ahead of the game instead of trying to play catch up is is definitely a good thing but at the moment it just it's not impacting any of us yeah this is true uh, I think I saw uh, Robert Scoble said he ordered the four hundred dollar uh, new Netgear router. I was just saw it on Twitter. Uh, like, yeah, that's great, Robert. You paid four hundred bucks for a router that no device can use yet. <laughs> right. And uh, but it's it's new. It's you know, and I've got the AC. We've all got the AC, and those routers are going to still hold you for quite a while. Um, it will be definitely interesting to see our friend Dave Hamilton to talk about that stuff even more in depth and you know he's going to be covering that uh as as these routers come out and uh, but again check out that link uh in the show notes if you want any more detailed information about it so uh so let's move on to some of the topics of the day um again um there's not really much we could talk about right now with ios 13 because as, as you don't have it installed yet so you really haven't had a lot of experience using it yet so uh, it would be unfair for you to give us any opinions yet but and, and you really you told us you're, you're going to wait uh, for the most part on any primary devices, right? Well, that's the plan. Um, on the, yeah, on the primary devices, I pretty much made up, made up my mind. But on some of the secondaries, yeah, I, you know, I, I I may if I if there's time over the weekend, you know, it, it may be interesting to play with it. And listen, I I, I don't mean to sound like I'm not excited over it. Oh, I'm no. very excited. I know, I know you are. I know you are. Um, you know, and and some of the some of the features that are coming. And then when when Catalina, or, uh, did I say that right now? When the next version of the OS comes out, is that Catalina? Yeah, sure, that's Catalina. I'm getting my OSs confused. Um, <laughs> you know, when you have the two of them together, you know, with your right. sidecar, I mean, that's, that's that's really exciting. I can't wait to. I have not. Have, unfortunately, the Mac I have is not is a 2014, so it, uh, it it does not. It's not compatible to sidecar, so I have not been able mm -hmm. to. Tessia and I don't dare put it on my 2019 MacBook Pro that's I just got in June. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm still waiting on that to really try it out. But I've I've talked to others that have been using it on newer hardware, and they're just blown away at what Sidecar can do. And if anyone doesn't know what Sidecar is, Sidecar is going to be allow you to be able to extend your screen uh, wirelessly from from your Mac onto an iPad, and it make becomes like a second screen. So you you kind of wondered uh, uh, if it's going to 
uh, put some of these other third party companies like Luna Display and others out of business, but it doesn't seem like it's going to. It, it, you know, they 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 may turn, come around and offer other features that Sidecar may not offer. Uh, but that's a that that in itself, and 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 Apple really hasn't talked too much about that feature, other than they mentioned, of course, during uh, during WWDC. So, uh, but yeah, that 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 I think alone is something that's going to be really exciting. Well, I think that I mean the voice control, um, all the new. Well, that I guess we're talking about iPad or yeah, iPad OS. If you start talk about some of the new text text uh, editing gestures, I mean, there's just so much in some of these releases that you're going to have to really pay attention. And, you know, so that means, you know, coming to podcasts like this one to, yep. you know, hear about these things and get familiar with them because not only are you not going, you're just not going to even know about them unless you're, you are doing a little bit of studying, let alone, let alone how to use them. Yeah. I mean, I've got a long laundry list of things I'm going to be reviewing uh, uh, when iOS 13 is out. And cause I rather talk about it when people have it in their hands, you know, we can, we can, there's plenty of other people out there that are that have talked about it already uh, because they were beta testers. But I'd rather you know you can come to come back and listen and hear about what these features really do because I, many of you will already have it in your hands for you know a week or two weeks depending on when I do the show. Uh, but uh, to, uh, to 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 really be aware of it. Um, the uh, the other thing with uh, and the iOS updates is Watch OS six. I did put up Watch OS six on my watch and wow, I'm I'm very impressed with what it does. Uh, uh, the one thing that really stood out to me was the the decibel measurement, where you actually can uh, turn it on and it tells you how much how loud it is in your room, and it will warn you that if you're you're damaging your ears. <laughs> I'm sure you. I mean, obviously, you obviously saw that feature uh, that was demoed uh, during uh, during the the demos. Uh, what, yeah, what, uh, and and I haven't installed Watch OS six just because right. you know C iOS thirteen. You know, I've I'm, I figured I, I'm much more likely to install that in the next day or so um, yeah. once you know everybody else has tried it and there are no major issues. Um, but yeah, you know these these are just uh, don't want to belittle them. These are iterations on everything that Apple's been doing. Um, Apple is is turning the or has turned the Apple Watch into a health device. They sure um, have. This is just one more capability that has to do with a different aspect of your health, and I've I, I'm fascinated by how it's how it has evolved and what they're going to do with it going forward. But yeah, it's I mean it's great, and I, and I I don't think I saw a single issue with uh, the upgrade to OS, to Watch OS six. Mm, no, there hasn't been anything. I've I've had it on it since uh, I think about since Sunday, so uh, since we record this before we record this and. Uh, it's been great. There's been no problems other than me being a dummy and not turning on the mode where it unlocks when I turn my iPhone on because I've been putting the darn passcode in. I'm like, why did I have this set all this all this time? Because I want to be able to use <laughs> Apple Pay, and then of course you got to put the code in every time. And uh, uh, why? What I was thinking. So uh, and so I just <laughs> turned on the other day. I'm like, oh my god, this is so awesome. Now that I can go to a place and just turn my wrist and use Apple Pay uh, to use my Apple Card to pay for it. So uh, and. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it, it is. It, it has. Uh, it has really held, held out pretty well. So, a um, couple of things I will tease, and I will talk. If and and um, some of the things you should be aware of as far as um, uh, upgrading goes, very important that you do a backup. Um, you want to back up your phone uh, using at least using iCloud. Um, you can back it up in iTunes and Mojave and uh, get a backup of that way as well. If you do, if you so choose to do that, I've always been very comfortable with iCloud and having that backup. Um, 
some people uh, uh, may may even consider doing a wipe and pave and do a like a, a clean install of an iPhone. I haven't done that in quite a few years. Have you done that before on, on any iOS device? No, I've just I've and I've pretty much given up on even doing it on the Macs because the, yeah. the migration path is so good. Um, I do, you know, I do advocate trying to clean off apps on Mac, iPhone, iPad, whatever that you're uh, watch too that you're definitely not using. Yeah, um, because it's a good it's it's a good house cleaning time, if you will. It is, but I don't feel the need to tear the house down and rebuild it. Yeah. Um, I know others, many of our other friends, I won't many, mention any names. I think you know who I'm talking about. Loves to do those clean and paves all the time. Uh, I, I've been tempted to do it, but I just, I agree with you. I just don't want to do it. I, I love the way everything is set up. And it's not like a Windows machine. You know, me being in IT and work dealing with Windows machines all the time, uh, seeing what I have to do every time I have to reimagine a machine on uh, for a Windows uh, laptop versus with a, on a Mac. And uh the, the the settings just stay. I mean, I I mean, I probably have gone four OS for at least four OS is on my Mac to to that way, and it's been the same with iOS. I mean, I mean, you go back all the way up to iOS eight from from there all the way down to to twelve and thirteen. Um, and I I braved it with my iPhone on this one with the backup, so it hasn't been a problem. I mean, there are some other third party uh, services uh, programs I've mentioned, like iMazing. I don't know if you've ever used that before, but oh yeah. Uh, iMazing is a oh, great yeah. program, they're, they're, and they're going to be fully compatible to, to Catalina, which is awesome. Um, you, so do those kind of backups. Um, but I agree. Uh, go in your, you know, in the worst place of all that, that everybody's notorious of keeping things, too many things, is in messages. You have so many messages that you've saved and don't realize you're, you're, you're saving five, six, sometimes 10 gigs, even more of data sitting in your iMess, in your messages uh, uh folder because you have so many attachments and files and pictures and whatnot. So, and you know what, David, that's, that's, I think something that is really important to understand is yeah. because people think what's well, messages, it's text, you know, how much can there be? And every time that somebody sends you a picture, it goes into that, uh, into that bin, if you will, and stays right. there. And as, cause I cleaned mine out just, uh, I guess a week, a couple of weeks ago. Right. And I was, a little embarrassed that I hadn't really fully understood that. But what was interesting is I, I went way back and the picture sizes are, you know, not unreasonable. The more recent stuff though, with the new cameras and these, mm -hmm. these photos are taking up huge amounts huge. of room. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, you know, by all means do that and, and save yourself some, some storage, but it also, reduces the uh, the potential issues for when you are doing the upgrade to the next OS. Now, so take the pictures, save them, but oh, yeah. you know, just you know, be careful. Something else to look forward to is um, is storage apps are going to be about 50% less in size. I mean, I, I've definitely have noticed with, with the beta test and the, the, the Goldmaster uh, that uh, it's a lot more zippier, faster, and uh, that you're you're going to get some more space savings because that was always been the complaint about how bloated iOS has been over the years. Um, so I think they've, I think they're, they're for so far what I've experienced, they've hit, if they've hit a home run with this and that's really what uh, needed to happen um, to, to make, uh, make it uh, a good thing. And the other thing too, as I talked about this before is the fact that they're, they're going to be supporting older devices still because they're, and there's still a lot of iPhone SE fans out there. I, I just, 
I, I'm, I just kind of, it's interesting to see why Apple doesn't see that because I've got friends that love their S, iPhone SE because they want that nice small screen. They love it. It's a small little phone, but it's still an iPhone because you can't really find phones that size anymore. You know, don't you think? Uh, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure Apple is in the business of making phones any longer, you know, and I've, I've, that makes I've, sense. I've, I've exp- you know, I've expressed this before. These we call them phones because that's one of their features, and that's the way we think of them. But they're small pocket computers. That yeah. and how you know how many times have we heard people say, "I, I never use the phone on my iPhone," and you think, "Okay, comes." So and then, what's the point of you having an iPhone? Yeah. Well, the point is that it's it's an it's an email, social media, camera, um, specialty use device. You know that it it turns into just almost anything you want it to, right. just by launching an app, and and that's the real beauty of the iPhone. And so, you know, the SE. I mean, yeah, I'd, I I would love to hear from somebody that says they're just delighted with all the technical aspects of the SE. I think <laughs> you're right. I think they're using the phone part of it as the primary thing, and it it's a phone with a nice screen, and right. it can run some apps that they think is they think are important, um, but. Yeah, I, I, I've, I don't think Apple necessarily thinks about it as a phone any longer. True. I mean, but it does still do all the apps. It does all the other things that that, uh, that other iPhones do. Um, the screen may not be as big, um, but there are plenty out there that, that just like that size, small size. It's just, it just it's amazing um, what uh, what people like. But and I've and I've tried to talk, talk to friends about this and say, you know, the. Even if you were to get the uh, the 11, the 11's a perfectly good, decent sized phone. It's not that terribly big. Obviously, the 11 Pro's got a much slightly smaller screen, but it does because of the the Retina, the Ultra Retina display. So really, technically, it's they're both the same size screens if you really think about it. So, but that's about as small as you can get with these phones now. So um, you're going to have to kind of um, you're going to have to kind of live with it, you know. Sure. And we'll look at the two of us. You prefer the, you're going for the max. I'm just right. going for the regular size um, because I it just, I, I prefer that for uh, a, a pants pocket or a, a breast pocket or a jacket um, yeah. as opposed to having the big one. I had one of the big ones for a while. I, I think it was right. seven, the seven, um, the seven yeah. S or seven X or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, you know, I, I've, I slid back to the other size and it's like, yeah, I really like this. I, you know, yeah. just it, do I, and if I want a bigger screen, I pull out an iPad. So I this have that true. option. Uh, but what can I say? I've, I've, I've been on the larger size. I mean, I, I compromised when the 10 came out and I had the 10 uh, and the 10 was small. I mean, for me, I mean, it was, it was, uh, there was quite a compromise for me from going from a, uh, from a seven plus and an eight plus to, uh, uh, to the 10. So, uh, so the size was, uh, was quite a bit different so so yeah i, I did get the uh, iphone 10 uh iphone uh 11 pro max i already have my clear case as you can see here on the camera as i'm showing you <laughs> they send this before so not to get this even more itching i want my phone <laughs> uh uh have a, I, I did get the apple clear uh case i want to see how this one works uh it's always good to get a case to start off with and then you end up you know with something a little more heavier duty uh did you get a case for yours Oh yeah, the cases. I don't have it. I can't breach it right now. But yeah, it's sitting waiting for my phone to arrive. No, so you agree. were in the same boat as me. So which one, which one did you get? Did you get the uh, color one? Uh, no, I got um, one from Spigen. 
Oh, you got a different um, brand. Okay, I get this is yeah. An I apple. got. I did not Jeez. get an apple. No, I got. I got one from Spygen. I've had pretty good luck with those, um, especially as one of the first cases because everybody's coming out with, you know, the, it, uh, it's hard to believe the cases have features, but they really do. <laughs> they do. And and so I want to wait until you know the the crop is out there and everything is shipping, um, and I know you know what feature is going to be important to me for this phone. Until then. The Spigen is not terribly expensive, but it does provide a decent amount of protection uh, for my brand new phone. So that's that's been my strategy. Yeah, absolutely. So a um, couple other topics we had. Um, as I mentioned, uh, there, we'll have an article, in the sh- uh, link of the article in the show notes uh, from the Mac, uh, Mac Rumors about the now, we just t- talked about Apple is now going to release uh, 13.1 uh, on September 24th, which is exciting. I think that's a great move on their part. Um, they they saw the urgency and seeing how um, uh, they really got to get this out because you know the new phones are going to be out and the thirteen O is out on the new phones uh, when we when we get them so um, and, but thirteen one is going to be released uh, on the twenty fourth of September which is you know, a couple of days short days from as we record this on Tuesday so uh, I assume you agree this was a good move yeah I think so I think so I. I just the sooner you can get bug fixes and features into people's hands, you know, the better they're going to like it. And it, there've been so many leaks and so much discussion about, Oh, this is coming later this fall. And people yeah. get impatient. It's like, why isn't it here now? And that also may be one of the reasons they pushed 13.1 uh, up in release. Must date. Have just, there's you know, so many bugs that they're trying to iron out. And it's just, you know what, let's get to the next, the next gen right off the bat. Um, yeah. And again, like I said, if you are, if you haven't upgraded already, it doesn't hurt to wait. Just sit tight, wait for Tuesday, and then when you go into your into your software updates, you'll see ah, thirteen point one is available now, and uh, and it'll be one. You only have to do one upgrade as opposed to two. But those of you, and there's many out there, have been itching to get this, get their hands on this. Uh, you may want to jump on it, but you can. It won't hurt anything. Uh, but to expect some little bugs here and there. Yeah, but I want to add one one thing, or just reiterate what you said is, sure. is back up. You know, back up. Yes. Get that back up, and it might even behoove you to f- you, you can figure out where that where that file is that is the backup, and then copy that off to yet another hard drive, yeah. um, and just because your phone, just like your Mac, you know, you have it set up the way you want, and you want to be able to restore it the way you want. Yep. And so make sure you've got that, and if you have the space somewhere, just archive it for a, for a at least yeah. a week a couple weeks Absolutely. you know and because you can always throw it in the trash but if you don't have it you can't get it <laughs> this is true all right and then, and then i just want to hit on the two services that were announced of course um apple tv uh, the tv plus uh, app of course comes out on november 1st um i'm gonna have a link show, show notes to the actual support article that are, that apple published um to be very clear how i mean they, they did get a lot more descriptive of what um devices are eligible to receive the one year free service. Um, and of course we said any iPhone, any iPad, iPad, iPod touch, Apple TV, 4k, uh, Apple TV, HD or Mac purchased after September 10th. So it's, so it would have to be purchased after September 10th in order to be able to qualify, uh, for that. And when you and I won't have that problem with our iPhones. So, <laughs> uh, so, uh, and, uh, and of course, um, being capable of running the latest OS because it won't run on anything less than iOS 13 or iPad OS. Uh, in that case, the same thing with TV OS, which, you know, but I haven't really said much about that either. I think that's still 30th of the release of that 
particular OS, but who knows? They may, they may, you may hear something about that one too on the 24th. They want everything in symmetry so people can start to be ready for, uh, uh, for TV, uh, TV plus. So, but that's, that's pretty awesome. And, and, and they said even both new and old refurbished models that are purchased on authorized retailer qualify. So you could, so that sounds to me, you could buy it at a Best Buy, doesn't it? I, I would think, I mean, yeah. and, and I, this is, you know, this is great in so many ways. Yeah. Um, because there's so many questions that are sort of surrounding Apple TV Plus and all the subscription services and their value. Yep. And we're hearing more and more about subscription fatigue. There's a new term that you know, we didn't We've heard that. I've been hearing that a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so this is a way for Apple to give back to its users a little bit um, and, you know, and also maybe get them hooked on it so that and they've priced it. I mean, I, I really appreciate their, the pricing because the pricing is one of those things that if they've hooked me into just one show, I probably can justify that that right. cost per month. $9.99, even $6.99, uh, it might be a little more on the bubble. I'm going to have to really like the show right. uh, at $6.99. And $9.99, I'm going to look at canceling and resubscribing as shows come and go. At $4.99, uh, you know, fine. I'm just, you know... I won't. Reasonable. I won't have that extra burger one afternoon or something, or might, you know, cut out I a might, latte. I might have to cancel Apple News just to cover my um, arcade and, uh, and Apple uh, TV Plus. <laughs> right, and and you and I have had the, kind of had the arcade discussion. That one just doesn't yeah. apply to me. Yeah. Um, but I've been very I've been very careful to pay attention to all the reviews of it, and everybody's coming out and saying they've got they've got so many good games yeah. and some great games and it's so reasonable. And so, you know, maybe app was going to capture us a, a big, a segment uh, of the, of the mobile gaming market here in one little swoop. Yeah. Good segue. Just cause I want to just mention arcade just briefly. A lot of, a uh, lot of people saying, like you said, rave reviews of all the games and how the, the quality of them are great. And, uh, and uh, how much fun a lot of them are. Uh, you can get it to, today as we record this on the 19th on your iPhone because, of course, the iPad uh, OS is not out yet, so it's not going to be available on the iPad just yet. Uh, you could subscribe today, and you get a one-month uh, free trial and to try it out. And if you don't like it, then you just cancel it. Uh, but the, 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 they said up to 100 games are going to be available. I, at last I heard, uh, only about 59 of them are actually in the in the store right now. And the, the thing is, too, is here's another thing. If you're a gamer and you want space, uh, you have to download each one of these games for offline use as well as playing them. Um, so that in itself could be taking up some space on your on your device as well. So think about that when you uh, if you've already chosen uh, which device you have and if you think uh, – you're going. You're going to be playing a lot of these games. Which, uh, I assume you agree with that. Yeah, and and again, you know, with all of this stuff, I'm um, just like right now. If you download movies or or TV shows to your your iPad or your iPhone, you know, it things take up space. And so, think about how you use your device when you go to place your order for your next device. And you know, it, you may find that all of a sudden that yeah, it's more expensive, but it would be nice to have that. Absolutely. So I think we've covered almost everything we could possibly cover in this week's episode, don't you think? Uh, unless you had any other uh, thoughts before we wrap it up here? Oh, I've got a lot of thoughts, David, but no, I think we've got to wrap it. <laughs> up. Okay. Uh, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and uh, all that stuff, uh, just because, uh, they, they, of course, they don't know this, but they, they need to know. 
Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, you can, you can find uh, Mac voices at macvoices.com, um, audio and video podcast where I talk to really interesting and great guests like David mm-hmm. and like a lot of our friends uh, in the, in the Apple sphere. And I also do a Star Trek podcast called Trek favorites at trekfavorites.com. And David has also been a guest on that. So you can, I, I can you can see can. various aspects of his personality. If you come over to those two yeah. sites, we had, we had a great, we had two great episodes doing both of that. So go check those out. Uh, um, on, on on both cases, but the the last Mac Voices you and I did, yeah, that was that was a great episode we had, and we had a good good conversation. So that's what's what's great about Mac Voices: a lot of great conversations. Uh, so well, that's and and it's it's easy when you have great people, and I'm I'm very fortunate, like you are, David, to have a lot yeah. of really great friends that are willing to come on and talk. Absolutely. All right, so let's wrap things up here, in the th- and that is a wrap for this week. Uh, please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS, and you can subscribe to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and we're also on, I just recently, I just got on added on to iHeartRadio, so check that out as well. Uh, or better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Again, Chuck thanks for joining me this week thank you and uh, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again soon